Alright, so I'm going to do something a bit different. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create like a list of like my favorite scenes within this novel and just kind of rank them. Uh, the number of scenes is 11, so it's going to be like a top 11. So coming in at 11, it's when Victor arrives at the Elvair and he starts like causing, um, you know, he talks to Shares and he kind of intimidates Shares as well. Um, he's there because he wants to talk to Miser, um, but like the entire time, as he kind of reveals more about himself and how he's part of the Bureau and what he's done to Firo, um, things like that. You can see like the Martillo family kind of being on edge and getting kind of annoyed. Um, same with Miser. Once Miser hears that he's done something to Firo, he's very, very annoyed. Um, but yeah, like that entire scene I thought was really, really good. I thought that was a cool scene. Um, not one of my personal favorites, but I did put it at 11. Um, but yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Oh, also like that, um, that part where like Ronnie and, uh, Yagarama kind of tease him and it's a, it's a very like disorientating, um, kind of moment. Um, so I really enjoyed that as well. So coming in at number 10, we've got like Lad going crazy and showcasing that he's a menace to Firo and then Firo realizing that everyone at this prison is crazy. So this is the part where Lad ends up like punching Gig really hard and then makes a scene so that he can go to the dungeon after hearing that there's a Tinkerbell and after hearing um, that Huey's there. I mean, Huey knows Huey's there, but yeah, just stuff like that, just the way in. Um, yeah, just that entire sequence I thought was really kind of it was a good illustration to Firo, just the kind of people he surrounded himself with. And Firo just kind of, it's just dawning on him just how like crazy his situation is. And then him also kind of looking towards Isaac to be like, man, like, like you're the only person that I can actually consider a friend in this place. Like I thought Lad was kind of like, okay, maybe, but then I just saw what he did. He's nuts. Like he's crazy. Uh, coming in at number nine is Isaac sacrifices himself for Miria. So we just talked about this a little bit towards the end of the novel because they, you know, reunited. Um, but yeah, that scene um, where Isaac kind of decides to tell Miria to like go get his wallet and then he talks to the cop and says, hey, like, you know, I know you're a cop. Let's go. He very much sacrifices himself. I thought that was a really good scene. Um, and, you know, just kind of like the banter of that scene, how he's, you know, he's smart, but then at the same time, he's like revealing all this information about himself to them. Um, like to the cop, um, you know, just giving out all the disguises and everything that he's done very quickly. Um, but then, you know, also being somewhat cunning enough to um, tell Mira to go get the wallet. So, you know, just a lot of, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just an interesting scene. It was also like a pretty heartfelt scene. Um, it was how like the prologue ended, um, which was also really good too. So it ends the prologue in a pretty emotional way, I thought. Um, like Mira just kind of looking on, being like, Isaac, where are you? Um, yeah, I just really like that scene. Coming in at number eight, it's Chane reminiscing about her relationship with Miria. So in that scene where she's kind of just sitting on the bench and she thinks about like Miria and how it was odd that she um, appeared on her own and she realized something was wrong. And then eventually they start talking. Chane is like writing down what she wants to say and Miria is kind of in distraught as well. And Chane is really kind of surprised at how, um, just how like, uh, She's in awe at just how emotional Miria is allowing herself to be because China tends to like cut herself off from like her own emotions and stuff like that. I mean, more specifically, she hasn't still felt the sadness of Huey leaving her. And then we also get to learn about how, um, yeah, just how like being around Jacuzzi and people like that has made her less lonely. It's it's a good scene because it creates like a good connection between Miria and China, but it also like explores like China's character as well. 
and we get to see like what kind of gave Miria the resolve to kind of continue as well. It's like a it's a key scene for Miria as well. So yeah, I thought that was really good. Uh, coming in at number seven, we've got Isaac out of jail and his phone call with Miria at the end. I don't know if I really need to go into this one. We literally just talked about it. Um, yeah, it's a heartfelt moment. The image is really, really nice. And yeah, it's just a really good scene overall. Coming in at number six, it's Fira being revealed to be a Felix. Um, so this is kind of like a for now placement. This will move higher depending on how everything plays out in the in the following volumes. But for now, I'm going to put it at six because this was a huge, huge reveal. Um, yeah, it's just a massive reveal. Didn't see it coming at all. I'm really interested to see like how this came about and what it actually means. Um, we get like a really cool splash image of like Firo kind of betraying Huey. I mean, they weren't like, you know, allied, allied or anything like that. Um, so it's not really a betrayal, but just a good twist, you know, like something where you're like, wait, what? Um, but yeah, yeah, just really enjoyed that. Now, coming in at number five, we've got Lad's reintroduction scene, like with that guard and how he like scares him for dear life. So this was in the prologue section as well, um, just like that Isaac scene. Um, and yeah, this was a really good scene. It was like, I think it was like 20 pages or like 18 pages or something like that. And it was just such a good reintroduction of Lad. Like you get to see just how much of a menace he can be. Um, but also you get to see like his more calculating side where he's, um, you know, just being like the good, um, the good inmate, basically, you know, being the, um, not really causing any trouble, but then, you know, he hears about Alcatraz and then just everything changes. And this guard who had so much confidence, you know, you see him now being like scared for his life at the end. Um, and yeah, he's probably still thinking about Lad, right? Is this guy going to come after me? Is this guy going to kill me? Like Lad was just that much of a, like... He, you know, he infected him with that much fear. And that's exactly what Lad wants to do. Like with everyone, right? Anyone who has a sense of cockiness, he wants to make them feel like the reality that you can probably die, that kind of thing. And this guard was pretty cocky, all things considered, you know? Like this wasn't Alcatraz where a lot of the guards kind of have, um, they they have a demeanor where they know that something bad might happen. So there's a certain amount of edge that they're always on. But with this guard, he was just in another prison and he was like, yeah, I'm above all of you. But Lad was like, no, no, you're not. So, so yeah, um, really, really good scene. Just, just really good stuff there. Now coming in at number four, this was one of my favorite things about the novel. Um, Isaac, Lad and Firo just talking to each other casually. Like, they were all just kind of mentioning, you know, they're from, you know, like, I'm from, you know, New York, Chicago, whatever. Like, they're talking about, like, um, where they are in the U.S. And, um, you know, just kind of bantering around, like, Isaac. Um, <laughs> he's just, you know, he's just being Isaac. He's just saying random stuff. And Fira's kind of asking Lad, like, you know, doesn't Isaac get on your nerves? Like, he's someone who doesn't think he's going to die. And then, you know, like, um, Lad's just like, oh, not really. Like, he's basically too too out of this world for him to even bother me you know he doesn't have confidence he's just completely ignorant kind of thing um yeah and just like the entire conversation and that image as well of them just kind of talking with each other it was I know it was like weirdly wholesome even though I like I knew lad being there would be like a wrench in that conversation but because the conversation was going so well and because it like the talking and the the banter was so like funny and um or just like like a clean conversation just between them you know just couple people just kind of meeting up in a prison setting and just kind of having like a normal conversation um yeah I don't know I just really love that scene so coming in at number three it's the reveal that the former Felix gave his name to an Asian man a black man and a white man 
Um, this one made me like audibly gasp. I remember when I read it, I was like, way, way, way. So that's who they are. They're all Felixes. Like that was such a good reveal. Like, just, like just insane. Like I couldn't figure out any of that. Like it was just so, so well done, so well connected. It was um so surprising in my opinion. Um, it, and it makes so much sense. Like it never even occurred to me that like the Felix name would just be passed on, and you know like um. Claire revealing that he got his name from like a 30 year old woman and stuff like that. You know, just the idea that the Felix name could be passed on. And then the reveal that there's three Felixes in the prison where um, Firo is. It was just such a good reveal. Now, coming in at number two, it's a scene where Lad arrives, um, you know, at, at Huey's um, like cell. And he's looking like a demon. And he's got like, you know, Lisa's on the floor after he like whacked her with a chain and all of that. And he kind of proceeds to just take out all of the Felixes and we learn more about him and how he's like got like this switch in his brain and how he's just, you know, just a complete monster and how he and how this switch basically makes him kind of go into his like animalistic urges and stuff like that and how he really wants to um make sure that like once his switch has been flipped to really, really kind of find the target and unleash all of that to like satiate himself and yeah, just all of that stuff and how um, articulate Lad can be, which Huey even po- points out, how he talks about how he's like the crocodile in like the Peter Pan and just all of that stuff and that entire scene, especially that drawing as well, just absolutely menacing. Like, it's, it was just so good. Um, yeah, I just really loved this scene. There's a lot that happened. Um, I'm not going to go into details, but I'm just going to say like, it's just like the, the general scene, like the aura that Lad kind of imbues it, you know, just like this feeling of like this loose cannon What's he going to do? Um, like, even though I was kind of worried about the Felixes for Fira's sake, like, that he might get hurt or whatever, the second Lad showed up, it was just, like, the Felixes weren't even a... Like, they didn't even feel like a problem, like, whatsoever. Like, it was just, it was just like, oh, shit, like, Lad's here. He's going to wreck shit up, and it's going to be horrible for everyone. Like, it was tense, but it was also, like, like, yes, like, Lad's here. Now, coming in at number one would have to be that conversation between Huey and Firo. And um, how Isaac was also there as well. We just learned so much about Huey and how his brain works and how he can also be kind of childish where he kind of teases Firo. Um, it's just like, you know, if the um, if the world, like if you could know something and that would destroy the world, would you go ahead and try to know it anyway? And then Huey says like, yes. And Firo's like, you're crazy. Um, and then Huey's just like, ah, just kidding. You know, I'm just messing with you. Obviously, I wouldn't do that. Like, it's a good way to add like dimensionality to his character, but also just to... Um, you know, like, he was just, like, fucking with Firo, like, the entire time. He's just kind of um, making jokes. He's just... It, it's it's cool, because, like, you'd think he's just kind of, like, this detached scientist, but then you get to see, like, his more quirky side as well. Um, yeah, it was just really good hearing about Huey. Um, but then also, like, him just kind of pondering about um, Isaac and how he rem- reminds him of, like, Alma and stuff like that. And I personally, I mean, I've mentioned this a bunch of times, but his connection with Alma is just something I just love. Even though I haven't even, like, seen anything about it, to be honest. Um, I just know of it, and I was just like, I love this. Um, And yeah, Firo is just a really good character to have in that scene as being, like, the person who's always interpreting what Huey is saying. Like, what's going on with this guy? He's so weird. He's almost like a stand-in for us, because we're just, like, trying to figure out who Huey is and what his plans are. And, you know, we don't really you know, get to land anywhere with Huey's character, I wouldn't say. Like, we don't really get to be specific about who Huey is and what he's all about. But at the end of the day, we do, like, 
like we learn a lot, but at the same time, we can't really be like that's Huey, right? Um, and yeah, it was just a really, really good scene. Just the conversation, like every bit of dialogue that was um kind of said felt like it had a lot of weight. Um, just just so good. I I really love this scene. Hence why it's in at um number one. Now I'm gonna do like a favorite characters or like an MVP kind of thing. Um, so yeah, coming in number five, I'm just gonna put Misery. I have no idea why I like Misery so much. Um, he just shows up. He does basically nothing in this novel, um, but for whatever reason, I like him. Um, the name's cool. I think I think that's about it. But yeah, I'm putting Misery at number five. Number four, um, Isaac and Miria. Um, yeah, I mean they're great, right? They have really cool dynamic. Them being separated is a big deal for this um, for this series, I think. And them reuniting was awesome. Um, number three, Lad. Lad just adds so much tension to just every scene he's in. He's just wacky. He's insane, um, but he's also you know he's pretty articulate, which makes the dialogue also really interesting. Like he's not just insane for the sake of being insane. Like he's very specific in the way he carries himself. But yeah, just within this novel, he's he's got so many good scenes. Like, as I just mentioned before, like the scene with the guard, him coming out as a demon, his conversations with Fira, Isaac, just he's very good. Um, and yeah, number two, Fira. Um, I thought Fira was really good in this novel. Um, before, like, Fira, like, he was interesting because he had, like, Zillard's memories and stuff like that. Um, but now he's he's even more interesting now that he's got, like, um, like, uh, like ties with the Felixes and... How um I I really like that line um where someone from the uh the bureau is talking about Firo and I, th- I think it's Edward and he's saying like you know at the end of the day like Firo's not just some punk like he worked his way up into the Martillo family like fundamentally he might be a villain and I thought that was really interesting but then we also learned little things about Firo how he's you know he doesn't really like to rely on people and he's very particular about his friends. And then Firo's also kind of like the main character that we're kind of looking through Alcatraz with. And yeah, it's just he's just a really good character to just kind of follow for this novel. Um, yeah, I really liked Firo in this novel. Um, and yeah, number one, this is probably not surprising, but Huey, he's, you know, he's everywhere in this novel. He's everywhere. <laughs> I feel like he's everywhere in every novel. Um, he's just a good, he's a good character. He's really interesting. Um, and he's, you know, like, what is Huey thinking? Why is Huey doing what he's doing? Like, it's just everywhere. And then all of, like, Huey's lackeys, like, they're huge characters as well. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, like, Huey is the guy that we were kind of looking forward to seeing more of. And this feels like his novel, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought it was really good. Now, moving on to, like, my favorite, like, images, like, the non-colored ones. Um, so coming in at number 10 is Claire and China just looking at each other with like Spike in the background. Um, that picture didn't appeal that much to me personally. Um, obviously, you know, just first things first with all of these images that I'm going to talk about, they're all drawn just amazingly. Um, so like my preference for them is just more so like based on the scene or how they're, um, kind of included within the novel itself or something like that. Uh, but yeah, Claire and China looking at each other didn't really stand out that much to me personally, but yeah, it's still a nice image. Uh, number nine, uh, Renee being like a klutz. Like she's like falling down with um, holding the coffee and stuff like that. I thought that was a pretty good image actually, even though it's coming in at number nine. Um, yeah, because it like showcases her character and we didn't really get much of her in this novel anyway. Um, so just seeing like what kind of person she is and then, you know, later revealing that she's actually kind of like the head person 
within or one of the head people within Nebula, um, that image of her just kind of falling over. It's a it's a pretty stark contrast, which I thought was used pretty well. Uh, but yeah, that's coming in at number nine. Number eight is Victor on the desk. Um, that was oh sorry, I should probably say like the pages where these images are. So number ten, China and Claire looking at each other is page one hundred seventy six, and then Renee um, being a klutz is page forty four. Um, so yeah, check those out if you want to like a reference. Uh, coming in at number eight is Victor being on a desk, which is on um, like page twenty. Uh, basically, Fira kind of goes to attack him. Or like, well, he flips the he flips the table up, and Victor actually grabs it and then like lands on it. It's a pretty cool like introduction kind of scene for Victor, showcasing that he's pretty strong and he's got like his, his this smile that kind of looks at Fira like like you can't do shit to me. Um, it's it's a good scene. I mean, sorry, it's a good um it's a good image. I think um, number seven. Lee's is smiling like a little girl at Huey, which is um, page 202. Um, not much to say about this image other than it just specifically appeals to me. I don't know, like Lisa just looks very excited, um, happy, and Huey's just kind of there. It's more so like Lisa in this picture. There's just something about the way it's drawn that I think is cool. Um, but yeah, that's page 202, so check that out. Um, pay, uh, number six, sorry, um, Miria smiling at Jacuzzi after, like, bonking him on the head with a book. That's page 119. That was a pretty cool image. Um, I like that one. It has, um, like, a, like, it happens within the plot, you know? Like, she's actually just bonking him on the head, and then she's smiling at him, holding the book. Um, yeah, I just thought that was cool, because, yeah, honestly, like, any, like, image of Miria, I'm gonna like quite a bit. I think she's great. Like, I really like her design, so... Yeah, I, I like that um, image. Um, coming in at number five, um, it's that picture of, like, Shez feeling attacked by Victor when he mentions Fermit. Um, and that's on page 80, so check that one. Um, yeah, I thought that was a good scene. I mean, good picture. Like, he looks horrified at the fact that uh, Fermit got mentioned. Um, I mean, honestly, like, that's about it. Like, that's the reason why I kind of like this image is that it strikes at the core of Shez's character and the stuff that he's trying to avoid. Um, and I just like how it's framed, how, like, you see all of Shez and he looks terrified. And it, it kind of feels like you're, like, zooming in on Shez. Like, you can feel, like, the attack that he's feeling, in a sense. Now, um, coming in at number four, it's Isaac and Miria smiling at each other kind of through the phone. Um, that's page 264. Um, we've already talked about this image a bunch of times already. Um, yeah, I just like it because it's really heartfelt. It's wholesome. They're looking at each other, but they're also not looking at each other because they're not in the same place. It's really well done how it's like divided within the middle. Just really like this image um, and everything it represents for them. Um, coming in at number three is Fira revealing that he is a Felix. Um, that's page 249. Um, this one's such a good picture, I think. I'm really, like, having, like, a zoom up on Fira's face, like, in the background, and then also, like, seeing, like, um, Fira again, and he's holding his arm out. There's, like, kind of blood or something. I don't really know what he did in that moment. Um, but then Huey is just kind of, like, disor disorientated, and he's, like, falling to the floor. Just really, really cool stuff. Um, yeah, just a really good image that showcases, you know, Fira almost looking villainous, which I think is just a great... It's such a great follow-up to, like, what's actually going on in the scene, I think. Um, yeah, I just really love that image. Um, I think that image will stick with me for quite a while. Uh, coming in at number two, it's that image of Lad, Fira, and Isaac just kind of talking with each other. Um, that's on page 155. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I've already gone into why I like that scene. It's just, it's just a bunch of characters um, that you don't normally... Like, you wouldn't imagine them just kind of chilling next to each other. I mean, obviously, it's in a prison setting, but you still wouldn't imagine it. Um, and it's just a nice picture. Like, lad's, like, stuffing his mouth with something while he's talking. Um, it's just... It's just really good. Um, yeah, I just really love that image. And coming in at number one, this might not be a surprise, but Lad looking like an absolute demon with Lisa just on the floor. Um, this is page 222. And this image I absolutely love because I feel like when I was actually um, reading through that scene, this image um, with Lad, like as you're reading it, right, you hear about like this door being broken and, um, you know, like a familiar voice kind of, coming around and stuff like that and you know the tension's kind of rising you like turn the page and it's like this full you know double page kind of spread of just lad looking like an absolute demon and that really kind of immerses you in the scene like I feel like um you know with that scene like I feel like with all of these images they do help immerse you within the novel itself and what's actually going on but I feel like this image in particular didn't just feel like um like, just something that only helped immerse me a little, I feel like it just kind of sucked me in. Like, I really feel like this image um, felt incredibly well-placed and just um, incredibly well-drawn. And also, like, the contrast with, like, the um, the lighting, how everything's kind of dark, but then there's also, like, a lot of bright spots to make um, Lad look, like, even more menacing. And also, like, just having Lisa on the floor, you're like, oh, shit, kind of thing. So, yeah, I just... I think that image was absolutely just fantastic um and lastly just going to rank the novels from um so out of the eight novels that i've read i'm going to rank them from one to eight so coming in at number eight we got volume six coming in at number seven we got volume two coming in at number six we got volume one coming in at number five we got volume three coming in at number four we got volume four Coming in at number 3, we got volume 7. Coming in at number 2, we got volume 5. And coming in at number 1, we got volume 8. So, I like obviously, having this being my favourite novel, um, pretty pretty big deal, I'd say. Um, I loved this novel. I just thought it was really, just really well done. I just loved... I basically loved almost everything about it, I would say. Um... Yeah, maybe, like, the only things that maybe didn't connect with me as much is maybe, like, a little bit of, um like, Victor's character or something like that. But I'm sure once we get more about him, I'll connect with him more. Everything else, I was just, I was just completely immersed. I had a hard time putting it down, and that's why it's at number one. Um, Like, for me personally, number, like, number one and number two, which is volume eight and volume five, they're, they're still pretty close, I would say. Um, I really loved volume five. But yeah, volume eight just all this stuff about stuff that I'm interested in. Like, Volume 5, I really love because of the atmosphere, but Volume 8 feels like a crescendo of, like, all this build-up. Um, but, yeah, that's my ranking for the novels. And, um, yeah, that's all for this episode. Um, thank you all for listening, and I hope you guys have a great day.